Welcome to the marketing edition of B2B Nation, part of the Technology Advice Podcast Network. Today on the show, we have Michael Brenner, the head of strategy at NewsCred. Uh, so excited to chat about content marketing, uh, some of its biggest challenges, and what we can do as marketers to improve. Uh, thank you so much for joining me today, Michael. Thanks, Josh. Really looking forward to it. Awesome. So uh, since creating more engaging content is the biggest challenge marketers face today, I was hoping to dive a little deeper into that. Uh, it's interesting, too. This was also the biggest challenge um, for my research, uh, for, I think, from a study that you guys put out in 2010. So why haven't we as marketers improved at, at this one thing? It seems to always be uh, something that has been bothering us. Yeah, I mean, I think that the, the challenge really comes down to, you know, our natural instincts as a business. Um, and if you think about it, you know, if you think about the kinds of, of content we uh, upload on Facebook, right? You know, I, I'm putting up pictures of my kids and, you know, I'm presenting the ideal life of all the things that are great about me and my family. And I think businesses have been doing that for, you know, from the beginning of time. We talk about ourselves. We try to present ourselves in the best possible light. And, you know, too easily, it uh, content comes in the form of promotion. You know, it comes in the form of here's who we are, here's what we do, and here's why we're better. And yet content marketing is almost the exact opposite of that. It's almost, hey, here's content that can be helpful to you as a customer or potential customer. Um, and I'm going to put the promotion and the, um, you know, all the reasons why you should choose me um, in the background. And, and so I think the reason that we still are struggling with this is that it goes against our natural instinct you know, you think about, you know, I spent enough time inside B2B corporate marketing departments to know that the pressure is to talk about the product. And, and it is, like I said, almost the exact opposite of what content marketing needs to be. So I think this challenge is still there because we're going against that natural instinct of, of, of the business and, and the pressures that we face to talk about products. Gotcha. And and two, how does the volume of content that exists today impact this? Because I'd assume, you know, with having more, you know, content out there, it makes it much more difficult to engage with your content, right? Yeah, it's interesting. I think we're seeing a reemergence of the importance or an understanding of the importance of search. And so, you know, I think um, there's always been um, a lot of content. There's always been a lot of information available in the world from the beginning of time. And, you know, I think so what we're seeing is now that's just moving on to new digital mediums and channels and properties. And so breaking through the noise has always been a challenge, um, you know, but what we're seeing is that when you understand the kinds of content that your customers are looking for, the kinds of questions that we're asking in search engines, when a brand can create the best answer to that question, you're able to break through the noise. And so the, the I almost think that the, 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 the conversation around the volume of content is somewhat of a distraction because the brands that focus on providing the best answers to their customers' questions are ranking in search, they're gaining traffic via search, they're getting social shares because the content is good, and they're breaking through the noise. As you said, the reemergence of the importance of search, is that primarily you know SEO, or are there other tactics to improve uh, how folks are finding this content? Yeah, I mean, I think there's a difference between search and SEO, right? Search is something we do as, as people, right? We go to search engines and we type in questions that we're hoping that the great gods of Google will answer for us in the most appropriate way. <laughs> and, and so, you know, SEO, I think kind of 
brings it calls back to mind i think the sort of scientific black hat you know gain inbound links and get comments and and all of the things that google has really um, modified their algorithm to weed out those that are trying to game the system and so it really comes down to i think a basic understanding of the things that people type in search engines and then trying to provide and, and, and be the best answer to that. You know, obviously understanding the Google algorithm is important, but the Google the main components of the Google algorithm have never changed. They've always been looking at inbound links, and the best way to get inbound links is to create great content. Uh, what would you say, Michael, is more important when trying to create engaging content? Is it the research um, and trying to really understand your audience, or is it storytelling? If you had to pick one or the other, which one would you choose? Or is it really a combination of the both and you can't really choose one? Well, it's a false choice. Yeah, you're right. I mean, so I would say it is a combination. You have to re do the research, understand what kind of things your, your customers are looking for, and then present that in a emotional storytelling kind of a format. But if you forced me to choose, if you could only do one, I would say do the research because, you know, you can learn storytelling. It's like a muscle, right? And like I, I remember the first blog post I ever wrote um, was awful, you know, <laughs> and, and now 600 blog articles later, I feel like I, you know, I kind of understand the way to present information so that people find it engaging, find it helpful and, and maybe even want to share it. And so, you know, I would say start with the research and really focus on what your what your audience is looking for and the storytelling can come. And how do visuals sort of fit into this engagement equation, Michael? Should brands, you know, try to incorporate more pictures or images into these stories and into this content that they're creating? Or can that, as you mentioned earlier, sort of be uh, somewhat of a distraction to uh, great content? No, it's so important today. I would almost say it's even mandatory to present content in a visual way. I mean, even text-based content, There, there's now, I think, a need where you can't just write 12 paragraphs and and hope that that answers a customer question. You've got to include, you know, headlines and bullets and and numbered text and the kinds of things, the kind of white space that that doesn't feel so dense. And and visual images can help to do that. But you know, I think we're a visual sort of species, and we process images so much faster than text. And and so I think um, it's really important to consider the visual component of the content we create as much as the stories that we're telling. And if I were to start over and build my content strategy from scratch, what's one thing that I should do differently to increase engagement? So the one gap that we see, and, and Content Marketing Institute, Marketing Profs Research has proven this um, for, I think, five years in a row, that the brands that are most effective at content marketing, the biggest difference between those that are effective and ineffective is a written, documented content marketing mission statement. And, and they, you know, I know CMI loves to use the Inc. Magazine mission statement. Um, I love to use American Express Open's for, Open Forum where they're just trying to help small business owners grow. Um, and there's lots of other great examples. Um, Van Winkle's, my latest favorite example of content marketing is explore, exploring sleep with your eyes wide open. You know, so there's, I think, understanding what the, the real mission statement is. And I have a recipe for that. It's basically, you know, what is a topic that you're an expert on and how can you create content that delivers value for your, for your audience? If you can define those three components, so it's topic, audience, and value, then you've got a content marketing mission statement. Do you think it, creating engaging content will continue to be, I mean, uh, in 2020, will this still be the biggest challenge that marketers are faced with? Or do you think that something else will overtake it a, as the biggest challenge? No, I, I think we're still going to be talking about content in, in 20 in 2200. I think that um, information has been important from the moment we emerged from caves. 
and the power always falls to those that are that are the purveyors of the best information um, from the beginning of time. And so I think it's going to continue forever. Uh, from a brand perspective, you know, my prediction for 2016 is, is that we're going to start to see a rapid evolution of marketing from being considered, uh, you know, sort of budget holders of advertising and promotion to storytellers. And so I think what you're going to see in 2020 is you're going to see a lot more brands acting like the Lego movie and Disney uh, Studios and Red Bull with Red Bulletin. I think we're going to see a, a, a maturity where every company is doing it. And it's just about how do we optimize and make sure that the, the money we're spending is get, getting the most impact. And then uh, what would you say, Michael, this is always something that's been really interesting to me, and this is, I think, a question I ask Anne Hanley, but I want to I want to hear your answer as well. Um, but what's the difference between brand storytelling and advertising? Is there is there a big difference? Do you sort of see those fitting into two separate holes, or uh, are they primarily trying to accomplish the same objective? Well, I'm going to I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to I'm going to fall back to uh, Anne's uh, my favorite quote from Anne Hanley. And it's that um, content marketing is about making your customer the hero of the story. Advertising is, is by almost by definition, making your brand the hero of the story. And so I think there's a, a massive difference. Um, I think advertising in many ways is the exact opposite of content marketing. Um, but, but, you know, whatever terms you want to use, it's this, this rapid mind shift that has to take place from a brand perspective of thinking about how to add value to customers in a way that, you know, in, in a messaging format that we don't tune out, right? We fast, we skip TV ads on our DVRs. We, we don't answer telemarketing cold calls anymore, right? It's all of those things that we're tuning out. So what do we tune into? We tune into information that helps us, stories that inspire us and, you know, maybe even, you know, touch us in an emotional way. And this is the same sort of uh, goal and challenge, would you say, for a B2B company as a B2C company? Well, you know, B2B has, there's so many more information requirements in the buying journey for a B2B company. And so that's why I think there's a lot of great examples of B2B companies doing content marketing because we've known for a long time that there's many more people involved in the process and there's a lot more dollars involved and, and there's risk and, you know, there's a lot more questions being asked. Um, but, but the process and the approach is the same. And then uh, one final question here, Michael, um, how can our listeners find out more about you and about NewsCred? Yeah, no, that's great. So, um, so you can find me probably the best way is on Twitter at Brenner Michael. Um, you can uh, check out, I'm also the CEO of marketinginsidergroup.com and then head of strategy, head of strategy at NewsCred. You can find us at newscred.com. Um, thanks again, Michael. Uh, really appreciate you joining me today on the podcast. Thanks so much, Josh. Yeah, of course. Also, thank you so much to our listeners for following along. To find out more about BAB Nation, including our HR, IT, and Lead Generation Edition, check out our website, technologyadvice.com. Lastly, if you enjoyed this episode, and only if you enjoyed this episode, please rate us on iTunes. Thanks for listening.